Hey, how's it going? I am Dom O'Neill and you are listening to the Vlogify Content Strategy Masterclass. This is the podcast where you come to if you are starting your journey in content strategy or if you're already doing content strategy and you want to absolutely smash it this year. That's what it's all about. I'm Dom O'Neill and I am your host. So I spent the past 15 years working for major broadcasters here in the UK, creating quality content. I have a master's degree in radio production and management and an undergrad degree in film production. So I know where I'm coming from when it comes to creation and content creation. Now, what I've created the show for is to help people who maybe don't have that background create the quality content we all need to be producing. I'm joined by expert guests and others who are on the journey of content creation. Uh, today, I'm joined by Jonathan Clark. We're finding out today from Jonathan a little bit more about what you need to do when you first start and what you can realistically expect from maybe your first year of video strategy. So, Jonathan, let's start as we always start these shows. Who are you and what do you do? Okay, my name is Jonathan Clark. Uh, I am the director of Instant Edge Limited. Uh, we basically help companies who don't have time to market themselves or they just don't know how. Um, and we effectively uh, make them highly, highly visible. We, we endeavor to make them the most visible provider of their company in their city uh, if we possibly can. So that means we're doing things like social media marketing for them. We're creating online videos for them. We're setting up their Google My Business accounts. We're running their blog. Uh, creating podcasts, we even help clients write books and create online courses, right down to copywriting, designing leaflets, brochures, anything we need to do to get the clients seen so they get more eyeballs, which ultimately leads to more inquiries and more sales. Okay, so what vi- you talked about video content there. What video content are you currently helping your clients with at the moment? Well, it's funny because um, I actually looked back. Somebody asked me the other day how many videos we'd produced or how many videos I'd produced plus the company. And I still look back um, and I started doing video online on YouTube uh, back in 2008 and there's now over 500 videos out there, which uh, astounded me. Um, you, you, just, you just create them as you go along. Uh, everybody goes through that initial kind of terror when that little red light appears, people just become wooden and stiff. But um, I was taught way back in the early internet marketing days uh, around about year 2000, that video was going to be coming and video was going to be important. And at that time, we all suffered from the spinning wheel of doom and uh, nobody had broadband. We just sat there waiting for this thing to buffer and it was an absolute nightmare. Nowadays, um, video, uh, you'll know yourself, 600% growth in the last year. Um, everything is video. Because people think at the end of the day would rather watch a quick 20-second, 30-second video than read a big, long web page. So I don't think there's any getting away from it. Um, I was really taught... I study all the American stuff, so I always followed the big American internet marketing gurus um, since day one. Uh, the conference I saw in 2001 or 2000 was at Wembley, and it was all these big names from the States, and, and I could see that all that stuff was going to come here eventually. Um, as far as I can tell, we're about 18 months behind the US, so anything that happens in the States, we get it in the UK about 18 months later. So I realized that I need to be watching these people and making sure that I'm an early adopter, and video was one of those tools. Um, so yeah, the whole idea being 
I think it depends on what business you're in. I think it depends entirely on who your target audience is, and I think it depends on what kind of brand and standard you're trying to create, which then determines yeah. where you go. We, we offer 10 different kinds of videos, so it depends on who we're talking to. Okay, so kind of, um, I noticed that obviously you've created 500 videos. Are all of them of the advert style, or, like, or are you leaning to that you have literally 10 different kind of genres or different levels of quality? What kind of, what's the differentiation? They, de they definitely vary in quality. Um, the first ones are pretty, pretty embarrassing. Um, yeah, they vary because obviously uh, if you pick up a digital camera uh, in the old days when we had digital cameras, um, you know, you could make a shaky video and you can try to get a message across. Uh, nowadays with the smartphone, um, the microphones are pretty good. I saw a blog post on LinkedIn the other day from your good self. Um, the microphones are pretty good. The cameras are pretty good. Um, drones are pretty good. So you can, do, you can do a lot of stuff now that you couldn't do in the past. Um, we, we help clients with um, what I call talking head, which is simply them talking to camera. We do narrated PowerPoint. If you have a face for radio, we um, will do a narrated PowerPoint, in which case it's still your voice, um, but it's maybe slides or images, because that way at least the client's hearing your voice. So when they phone you, there's a familiarity and there's an unconscious uh, rapport. Uh, whiteboard videos are really popular. Animated videos are popular. Uh, kinetic typography, where the words are appearing on the screen as people talk. You, there's various pieces of software like Animoto and, and, and tools on the on um, apps where you can create images and music. I, I think it, it goes back to what I said earlier. It depends on who you're trying to reach and what you're offering. If you're selling shoes, if you're selling a product, a fashion item, then it's going to be imagery, it's probably going to be music, and it's going to be more like a commercial. If you are a one-to-one -one service provider, like a chiropractor or solicitor, I think you're better doing talking head where they can meet you they can see you, they can judge you, they can decide whether they like you. And I think it's about building trust. I think it's all about, I think it's about building relationship first and then um, leading the client into a sales funnel as opposed to just pitching my stuff. I think that's a bad idea. Yeah, I, I get a lot of people, especially when they start doing video, they go down the, the realm of creating cheap adverts. And the issue, I, find, I was trained in adverts back in the day. That's where I cut my teeth in television. Uh, and adverts mm -hmm. cost a lot of money because you're in essence mm. going into people's lives and saying buy my stuff and to to, yeah. to drag people's attention to to invade people's lives like that you need to really put a lot of effort in uh, and a lot of work in well i find often if you don't have the money the more authentic videos are good because you're not just saying come and buy my stuff it's like come and and invest time in my knowledge or you're giving things away you're, you're you're creating almost a community around your services and your product uh and then people i find people are more likely to then invite you into their lives and start asking you more questions uh especially yeah. like you say with one-to-one -one sales and with one-to-one -one coaching type thing that 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 makes a huge huge difference i think i think vine did this really well with a really short like 15 second videos i think the earlier the relationship, the, the, the newer you are to that client or that prospect, the shorter your message needs to be. I, I think it's funny, we live in an attention age. We live in an age where we've got the same amount of attention that we had when we were cavemen, but there's a hell of a lot more demands on it, and we have to make quick snap decisions as to where we're going to devote our attention. And so a marketer's job is to interrupt that client out of the trance that they're in and get their attention. Now, you're not going to do that with a five-minute sales pitch. You're going to do that with a small curiosity hook or you're going to do that by a personal, approachable, no-like-trust kind of thing, maybe a tip. 
we, one of the things that we pretty much always get our clients to do is frequently ask questions. There's always questions in every business. There's questions that the public will ask you day in, day out, and you hear yourself saying the same old script every day, answering those questions. It would be a smart idea to create a quick 30-second, 45-second video answering that question. And if you get five, six, ten of those things out there on YouTube, Google on YouTube, so now Google is going to give those videos a lot of attention. If you keyword load them, etc., now you are showing up in Google searches for your industry, and it's just you being friendly, being nice, being approachable, being professional, and just educating people and helping people. That's what people want. People don't go on Facebook to buy products. They go on Facebook to be entertained, to escape, and to be distracted. But if you can edutain, if you can inform people and make them smile at the same time, now you've interrupted them, now you've got their attention. That 15, 20 seconds might earn you a minute, and that minute might earn you five minutes. So you have to build that relationship. You know, it's interesting watching LinkedIn. LinkedIn is becoming a lot more informal. It's becoming a lot more Facebooky. It's like Facebook with a tie. And, and, and there's a lot of people find that hard. A lot of people are struggling with that. You'll see the comments. You'll see the feedback. People, some people don't like it. Um, they would rather it was really stiff and board meeting kind of style. Other people love it because it's become a lot more social. I personally think it's inevitable. I think it's the way the world is going. Social media has changed the way we communicate, LOL, OMG. So things have moved, and I think LinkedIn is becoming more approachable. But the professional business person can still be professional, but be approachable. So get on there, do FAQs, and also what I like to call SAQs, which are should-ask questions. There are certain questions that you know in your industry the client should be asking, but they don't know to ask that question because they don't know. They're a client. They're a prospect. They don't know. So I should ask questions more like gold dust because then you can say, listen, you're probably thinking X, Y, Z, but really what you want to be asking is this, and here's why. And that's where you get to demonstrate your expertise, your authority, your credibility, and you've actually helped that person for nothing. So you invoke the, the psychological tool of reciprocity. Now they like you, they trust you, and they're going to open your next email. They're going to watch your next video because you're being helpful. Yeah, so you're not necessarily going for the sale straight away. You're literally building trust and you're building up to the sale. It's like at a networking event, and there are those people who are doing it, like a physical networking event. There's people who are like straight on the meet you. Do you want to buy my stuff? And the instant oh, reaction what? is, no, yeah. I don't. And it's exactly yeah. the same online. Is that what you're saying? Sharking the room, I hate that. I went to a, a true story. I went to a networking event and a member of the group had a catalogue of their products and I was flicking through their catalogue and I went, oh, that's a nice, I've never seen that product before, that's really cool. That was it, simple as that. A month later, I walked back into that same event and the same guy walks up to me with uh, an envelope and he said, there's your invoice. And I'm like, for what? And he went, for that product that you ordered. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I never ordered a product. Secondly, this is coming across as really desperate, <laughs> you know, and I, and I strongly recommend you change your approach. Because this just feels like you're a predator. You're just sharking the room with coffee breath and trying to close the deal. I just felt, I just felt slimed. Remember Ghostbusters? I just felt slimed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's that's not the way to do it. The the, the, we, the world has moved. In the old days, the public were, you know, they were. Um, you went to see a doctor. You went to see a solicitor. They had all the expertise. They had all the knowledge. And you went into that room scared. You you listened to every word they said because they had all the power. Nowadays, the average person will have Googled, they'll have Wikipedia, they'll have YouTube, they'll, they'll go in fairly well informed, and they know, the, the provider no longer has all the cards on the table. The provider no longer has all the power. 
Um, and so it's not really about that now. It's the, the client will buy when the client's ready. So I think what you want to be doing is be non-obtrusive. You want to let the client review the stuff at their own pace and let the client buy when it's the right time. And the way they'll do that is they will go back to the person that they know, like, and trust. You know, at networking events, people yeah. don't say, do you know the best chiropractor on the planet? They'll say, do you know a good chiropractor? You know, yeah. and that's the point. You want to be front of mind. You want to be remembered. And video is one of the ways you can really do that. Yeah, I remember I was reading your website and you kind of talking about people not being famous, but being well-known within their niche or well-known within their community. Will you talk a little bit about that? Because it's kind of on the same line of, of, of thinking, isn't it? Well, we, we live in that cult of celebrity environment. You know, people believe what they see in the telly. <laughs> you know, um, If you don't think that works, ask QVC. People love infomercials. People love what they see on the screen. And we can emulate that. I can pick up my smartphone right now and I could, I could, I could be recording this call on my phone and turning it into a video podcast or a vlog um, and it's free the great thing about that is we have our TV studio in our pocket and we can literally create content for free at the speed of sound you can then upload that to YouTube for free and now you're on one of the biggest platforms on the planet at zero cost and that video's up forever, your grandkids will see that video, as long as there's an internet that stuff's going to be out there. Yeah, and why what, wouldn't you, what's really nice about you, YouTube as well, sorry, what's, what I also like about YouTube, it, it's free to upload, it's also free for download, so if one person a month watches it or if a million people a month watch it, it still costs you nothing, which is brilliant, which is genius. Our, our, our top package at the moment is a £6,000 package where we basically make that client famous. We'll, we'll write their book, we'll create an online course, we'll build their social media, we'll build their websites all in 90 days, and we make them a big deal in their industry very, very quickly. Now, I was um, at an event in Glasgow, uh, was it four years ago, it was a book publishing event, and it was a Canadian company who were basically trying to sign you up to their book publishing deal. They did two days of free seminar, but if you know a Canadian company doing a two-day free seminar, you can bet your bottom dollar there's going to be an upsell. And the content was great, I, I really liked what they did, and it was really helpful. But at the end, they offered to produce your book they offered to set up a Facebook page. They were going to create a roller banner. And they wanted £30,000 for this. And my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, you are having a laugh. 30 grand? I'd just written a book on Amazon and got it to bestseller. And my total expense was 26 quid. And that was for the cover. Right? I'm thinking, you're, you're taking 30 grand off these people? And they have no idea what they're buying into. And if you read the small print, it was horrendous. Anyway, I decided to shoot a quick review of this. Didn't name any companies, didn't name any prices, um, as I still haven't. And uh, I stood there on the golf course while my son got his golf lesson, put the camera on the tripod, and I just did a quick little review talking about how good the seminar was, how great the content was, but I would think twice about spending 30 grand. You can do it for a lot less. That video went up on YouTube four years ago. Now, earlier this year, I got a phone call from a lovely lady in Belgium who phoned me up and she said, I've just been to a seminar in, in Belgium run by this Canadian company. Uh, they're asking for whatever it was, 40,000 euros. I think that's a bit steep. I'm doing my due diligence, and I found your video on YouTube. Can you tell me how much you would do the same package for? And I said, well, our top package is £6,000, and we would do a lot more for you for that money. So for a fifth of the cost, we can do a hell of a lot more. She signed up on the spot, and effectively that video that I filmed four years ago and forgot all about made me £6,000. Now, that's a great example of what can happen. Yeah, and so it's, so the 
it's a long tail thing then are you saying it's not it won't all come you know you produce the video you you distribute the video you know it isn't going to come instantly but you never know at what point these things will come come back and pay i think it could i think mm. it could we had a ta- we had a taxi company uh that we did the video for um and 20 minutes later they got the first booking and i actually phoned the client and said don't expect that <laughs> don't 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 think that's the we're setting a precedent here because that's unusual it can be it can be really quick unfortunately there's no guarantees we get asked every day how many leads will i get you know well this i got asked the other day will this double our sales and I, well it might but i'm, I'm not going to promise that i'm not even going to claim you know it could get you nothing i don't know i can't predict it i'm not a fortune teller but i know if you if you're if you're talking to the right person, if your message is talking at the right target client and it's a good offer or it's a good piece of advice or a good piece of uh, frequently asked question help and you message it properly, then the right people are seeing the right message at the right time. You've got every chance that you're going to get a client out of that. But I wouldn't look at it as a, as a, you know, if I was desperate for money and I was running about struggling to pay bills, I wouldn't be shooting online video and relying on it. I'd be looking for a job, <laughs> you know, but I'd also be hustling. I'd also be building up something on the side. So it can be quick done, but it, but I think it's more part of a longer term marketing strategy. That makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Uh, and that, it's kind of with anything to do with online. Nothing is ever, like, nothing in life is ever guaranteed. But if you put in the hard work, if you do the research, you are a yep. lot more likely to get success out of it than doing nothing. I think, you know, we talk all the time about target markets, you know, who's your target client and what are their top five problems? If you can talk to me about my top five problems, then you've absolutely got my attention. It astounds me, though, how many businesses have no idea who their target client is and they have no idea what their problems are. So they're just putting out a vanilla offer, hoping that enough people will see it. And that's a really dangerous place to be. I think you want to interrupt people, get their attention, hit their hot buttons and then engage them by describing their problems better than they can, that's going to build trust. That's going to resonate with them. You can educate. You can offer them explanation. You can offer them testimonial. You can prove that you're good at what you do. And then maybe they will buy from you. You know, So it's interrupt, engage, educate, then close the deal. Um, not just give me an invoice at a networking event. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That is good advice. Okay, so uh, we need to wrap up, but what is the one bit of advice? If someone is starting on a content journey and they're going to start today, what is the one bit of advice they 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 can take away? Ooh, that's good. Um, talk to one person on the camera so it's intimate. Picture, picture something you really care about and talk to them on the camera. That will translate across the screen. Um, talk about them. It's all about them. It's never about you. So find out what their problems are. What problems can you solve? How can you help people? Talk about that. Do one video for every piece of help that you can do. Show me some testimonials. Show me show me what you're good at. Prove to me you're good at what you do. And then, you know, make sure you put the right keywords in your title and your tags and your description and drive people to your website. Sounds perfect. Right. How can we get in touch then? If anyone wants to talk to me, it's instantedge.co.uk. Um, you can phone me at 07715 or just Google me. You'll find me all over the place. I think I own about the first eight pages of Google. Um, so I'm easy to find. Great stuff. Okay, well, thank you very much. Um, My pleasure. Absolute pleasure. That's all we've got time for for the Vlogify Content Strategy Masterclass this time round. Uh, I would love it if you would get in touch on Twitter. So if you have any questions, any comments, get involved on Twitter. Get involved on Twitter using the handle at 
Vlogify Studios. You can also leave us a voicemail at our podcast page. Yes, indeed. It's anchor.fm slash vlogify. Vlogify. Okay, okay. Also, right, we're on many, many different platforms. So it would be really, really great if you could do us a favor. If you really enjoyed this podcast, if you found it useful, if you would give us a five-star rating. So podcasts live and die on five-star ratings and reviews. If you found this podcast useful, please leave us a five-star rating and leave us a review. That would be hugely beneficial. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.